0: That Sober Guy Podcast contains adult content, merciless truth,
1: and emotional
0: nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy Podcast, where we talk about drugs, alcohol, recovery, and more fun shit. Oh yeah. having a good time. What time is it? It's ten o'clock. We're ten o'clock on a Monday evening. We're wrapping up some CR tonight. We got Jess in the house. What's up the Jess? Hi. How are you? How are where's your Nike hat that you just had on? I couldn't see your
1: eyes. Yeah, you couldn't see my eyes. Now y'all get to see my hot
0: oh, yeah. mess of self. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we're doing it. We got Brody in the house, too. What's up, Brody Broadster? Hanging out down in his bed down there. Nothing like being a dog. You just get to poop wherever you want, lick your balls all day, and Mm. eat, uh, eat some dog food. Maybe a couple treats, huh, Brody? Yeah, you like that? All right. You're a good boy. He
1: doesn't have his blankie.
0: He's a good boy. So... Today we're going to be talking about all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, from we're gonna we're gonna talk about the newcomer a little bit into a recovery program, what that looks like. Um, we're gonna talk about dealing with addicted family members versus dealing with friends or sponsees, or uh, if you're in the uh, in the recovery industry as uh, you know a worker, a counselor, whatever that might look like, how how that can be different. Dealing with a client or a sponsor, or someone versus dealing with the loved one, and I've had a little bit of experience with that this week, and uh, it's it shook things up a little bit last night and today. So I wanted to touch on that a little bit. Um, we're also going to talk about uh, me having a slight craving to pop some pills earlier this week. Um, it was it was you know nothing nothing too major, but definitely that thought came up, and I thought it'd be a good thing to share a little bit how I dealt with it and uh, and what that was like. Uh, We got some sober birthdays that we're going to we're going to give some shout outs to to some people who left some comments on um, on the Instagram post earlier. Uh, What else? Cash, our four year old son, coming out with chocolate all over his face and swearing he didn't eat any chocolate, only to later find a whole jar of Nutella under the dude's pillow the next morning. Are you kidding me? And he, t- I think he told you, didn't he say to like, no, mama, just leave my pillow there when he went to bed. Yeah. And then the <clears> next <throat> morning, I came out to pick up the the front room, the TV room, and pulled the pillow up, and the whole there was the whole damn jar of Nutella with the lid off, with a bunch of finger marks in it. Comedy, man, so so funny. Um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to cover. There's some more. Before we do that, uh, be sure to check us out at that Uh You can also connect with us on Instagram at Real That Sober Guy, and on Twitter, at Shane Raymer. Um, Let me tell you about Heroes in Recovery real quick. Every year, 23 million Americans are living with addiction. Uh, Only about 3 million are seeking the help that they need. Uh, Heroes in Recovery has a simple mission. It's to eliminate the social stigma that keeps people with addiction and mental health issues from seeking and getting the help they need. Uh, They also share stories of recovery for the purpose of encouragement inspiration and to help people get engaged in a sober community that empowers people to get involved give back and live healthy active lives Uh, i had the opportunity to share my uh my story in heroes in recovery a couple years back when we were at the nashville um uh, foundations recovery conference Uh, it's a great platform it offers great community and good opportunities to share a little bit um, if you're interested in doing that, or do you have a story that you'd like to share? I guess that's kind of the same thing reworded differently. If you do, you can help bring truth and hope to the spotlight by sharing your story with heroes in recovery. To learn more, you can go to heroesinrecovery.com slash sober guy, uh, or you can also call eight, three, three, eight, one sober. That's eight, three, three, eight, one sober. Check out heroes in recovery. What are you laughing at over there? You, <clears throat>
1: Native pride on Instagram live said she would probably eat a whole jar of Nutella. Oh
0: man. Yeah. I would probably do that too. I bet you the folks over at heroes in recovery right before a run could smash down a whole Nutella jar and get a bunch of energy and run around with chocolate on their face. That doesn't make any sense. right? Like the
1: office where Michael Scott eats a whole, uh, a Whole f- pasta thing of uh, pa- um, Alfredo, Fettuccine oh, Alfredo. Ew, sick. Before the run, because he's carbon up.
0: Does anybody else? But then he almost the pukes. Beside- oh, that's so <laughs> gross, dude.
1: Because it's not how you do it. Parkour, hardcore. Is it parkour? <laughs> parkour. Friggin' um, hilarious.
0: Yes. So check out Heroes in Recovery, 833 81 Sober. Uh, if you need some help or you want to reach out, Foundations Recovery Network and shout out much love to those guys for supporting us. We'll be at the Foundations uh, Innovations and in Recovery Conference coming up April 16th. We're going to be doing some live podcasting, so uh, you can check that out also foundationsrecoverynetwork.com. Um live shows coming up. Uh I guess we can talk about the March 9th one, right? Journey Coffee and Fleet Feet are facilitating a health and wellness run uh starting at Journey Coffee in Vacaville. It starts at, we literally just got this info today, so um, I will say tentatively some of this information uh, may be adjusted, so just in case, I want to throw that out there, but as of right now, yes, it's March 9th, starts at 9 a.m., That Sober Guy podcast will be there uh, with a booth, there'll be some other great vendors there that are local to the community uh, in Solano County and Vacaville, like Eco Chic, Sweet Peas Nursery, Uh, we'll have some booths set up, support your local businesses, uh, buy local. Uh, give Walmart the big middle finger. Sorry, Walmart. You guys, you guys suck right mm, there. Okay?
1: That's like the second time that you've capped Walmart. Have I? On the podcast. You know, like I just hate going
0: to that. And here's the thing though. I still go to Walmart occasionally. So I'm kind of a hypocrite for that. I got to say.
1: You are. Yeah. You like I their am. low prices. I do. Well, that's, yeah. I, I mean, so who doesn't like
0: hate. the low prices, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you get some. Okay, I'm just going to stop right there before I get myself in any more trouble. But check out that. Uh, Go to Journey Coffee. Support your local businesses. March 9th, we'll do some more. We're going to be having some more live shows coming up as well uh, at Journey in the next couple months, as well as down in LA. I'm just waiting to get those dates. We'll post them on the website. All that good stuff. All right. Uh, I think that's good on announcements for this episode. Jess, what is up?
1: I'm just wondering why on the Instagram live you look like you're like this small whatever and I look like this gigantic, what, it's, like it's the angle. It's wrong. It's, it's the angle. Wrong. Switch it up. Move it. I don't know how Move to do it. it. I don't you know what's make happening. make me look like I'm not the, feeling the, good about myself right now.
0: You look so hot and beautiful. Okay. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> Let's talk about newcomers and how important newcomers are to any program, whether it's AACA. Or i I've
1: got a question here if you're interested in that. Uh, let's do it. Uh, India Marie is asking for any book recommendations starting oh, sobriety. Bro. And then Native Pride, which I totally love the interaction, peeps. Yes. Um, said that Russell Brand's recovery book is good. Mm.
0: I have not read that, but I know it's got uh, some very high raving reviews and I know it's a very popular book, the Russell Brand one. I know he's done uh some podcasts too um where you can probably find some more info on the specific book. I haven't read it myself. Uh for me um uh against the stream I mean I I, I read that Noah uh I always say Noah Levine, Noah Levine. Um I'm gonna say Noah Levine because that's how I started saying it. Um, but that would be from um, from Refuge. Um, uh, what else? The big book um, The big book of AA is a great book. It's actually sitting. I can see it right here. I keep it open to page 84. Whenever I walk, oh, excuse me, whenever I walk out, I, I come out to the garage multiple times a day. Whenever I walk outside, that's something that I that goes into my vision when I pass. Um, and it, you know, there's a certain paragraph on there. I don't have it in front of me, but it, it's dealing with resentments and anger and no. that kind of stuff. So the big book, um, I'm trying to think what else, um, uh, what other books, you, you know? Okay. Audio book. This isn't a recovery book, but it's really a motivational book. And I'm about halfway, a little more than halfway through it is can't hurt me by David Goggins. Um, that's not necessarily, a, a, like a 12 step or a recovery based book. But that dude has got a crazy story. Um, You can hear him also on Joe Rogan and Ritual. I think I heard him first on Ritual's podcast um, where he talks about the story, but the book just came out a month or two ago, and that's a really good one. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I cut you off.
1: Uh, Well, yeah. Yeah. What books are you reading? No. Well, I was just saying that you were talking about a couple on the last podcast, and I was gonna remind you but i think you just um well, actually Can't hurt
0: me was one of them because i'm still i go through yeah book, i have a hard time reading um like textbooks, so i do a lot of audio books yeah i like audio books and i noticed i get through
1: um, them faster
0: yeah i do too well because i can do them when i'm walking or yep. riding or laying in bed or just doing whatever and so yeah. uh, that's a little bit easier for me the other how one how funny do...
1: is that you're like oh yeah i listen to my audiobook when i'm walking or what was the other one walking or something Sleeping? or laying in bed <laughs> and <laughs> My audiobooks I do while I'm cleaning or driving the kids around or <laughs> I do a lot cleaning. of them driving too. We're going to talk about You a lot of driving now. too. Oh, Who clean the I house. I do a lot, lot of driving weekend. too. Who
0: clean the whole I, house okay. this weekend. Okay.
1: Here oh, we go. Shoot. Wow. Look at it. Who swept? Who wow.
0: swept? Who had a broom in his hand and an apron on? Wow! Made by the good homie yeah. Mike Nielsen. Who did? I did. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, the Okay, let's give for Shane once, a hand, for once in everyone. Yeah. Clean the house. Wow. Now I'm 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 like a recovering Danny Tanner, from remember Full House, Danny Tanner, who was the clean freak. Who was obsessive? A clean, I'm obsessive, compulsive about cleaning, but after a while, because the it, the kids just make a mess immediately after, I just kind of gave up. And so how? I feel your pain and I apologize. Oh.
1: I, I'm apologizing. Can publicly. I do that? Can I just give up? You can't. Is that how that works? I'm sorry. You can't. I'm not cleaning anymore. You guys <laughs> can't keep the house clean. I'm giving up. Oh my gosh. Listen now to I this. I know how you feel. Listen to this that I found. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, uh, is it? You're not on my headphones. What? I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? No. Did this cut out? I don't know.
0: That's not a good thing. I
1: think this cord's jacked up. Oh, no, bueno. Say something. Check, check. No.
0: Go had, ahead. Oh, there, there you go. You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little cord malfunction okay. there.
1: Okay. Um, so this I found on, I think Instagram or something. It was a, from the sarcastic mommy. It's okay. got some pretty funny ones. And it says, my husband texts me to let me know he unloaded the dishwasher. Like, okay, guy, if I text my task ev- or if I text every task I did, it would be a novel. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the truth. I'm gonna like, text you next time I take. A he dump he texts me like morning. pictures of himself. Like I'm working, I'm at work, and he texts me pictures of himself like cleaning and like with his apron <laughs> on. And I'm like, posted cool, one
0: dude. on Instagram. I right was so on, proud. Bro.
1: Yeah, clean that. Right what a on. loser.
0: <laughs> I don't think my mic was on for that whole first little ten minute thing there. I'm hoping that that's not the case, but I'll have to deal with that later, I guess. Um, no, I am grateful
1: that you do the dude. I do
0: too. I'm like I'm a clean dude like okay. Tell me how clean most dudes are out there too. Most dudes, I'm going to say, probably string their holy ass underwear around and they don't they don't clean up, you know, their ball hair after they shave it That's and disgusting. you know, there's dishes all over. The, like a lot of dudes are like that, okay? I am not I know that. one of those dudes. I I, clean, I, have- I do my own laundry. I'm a clean freak to some extent and it's kind of, I've gotten a lot better at it
1: though. I have women in my better. chair when they come in to get their hair did and they're like, oh yeah, and my husband, and you know, men and their messes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, oh, I tell them, I'm like, yeah, I might be the man in the relationship when it comes to that. Okay. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. When it comes to that. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, jeez. You, okay,
1: jeez, Louise, you're
0: messing with my manhood here.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Woman, no, I, lady, Shane's like a freak cleaner.
0: <laughs> I'm not a freak cleaner. I just pick. Okay, so here's the thing: if I was in the military, I would be like an A plus. You're not in the military, yes. Like you should see when I go stay in the hotels. You should see my hotel room. It's just like. I don't even need housekeeping. Yeah, to come I know. In, uh, what are you talking about? I just, about? Clean, I live my, with I just you. clean up after myself. I live with it's you. It's not that and difficult. I've been
1: in a hotel with you before. So, wow. You have. Actually. And then let's just address the car.
0: Well, the car is not a storage unit. The well, car is not meant. So, when I go out to the car, <laughs> I went out to the car the other day. And, you know, I got to clean the car out. And I go back there. There's two pieces of furniture. There's sweatshirts. There's movies. There's wrappers. It's like it's like a home. It's like a second home. It's not a storage not facility.
1: True. We have if we're talking about getting better, we have all gotten better with that. The kids and I. And yes, sometimes you have. You, it helps to have better. you know I'm, a yeah. random jacket in the back of the car so that the kids you know they case the one. apocalypse or, you can have a whole bug out bag you know, back there even a bottle of water that like oh I'm thirsty it's like oh there's a bottle of water back there mm-hmm. like I mean it's difficult you know having kids and I get be, it and staying sane
0: totally I totally get it
1: and Shane just goes in and wipes out the whole I just car, want to throw it all in the garbage and then it's throw it away like,
0: just throw it away.
1: Makes life difficult that way, but you know, what do you do? Excuse me. Someone asked what my Instagram is. It's at uh, this is us, right? Six at this is us. This is
0: us. Six is the Jess on there, but newcomers, let's jump back into newcomers real quick. How important are, um, newcomers to any recovery program? Um, you know, one of the first things, whether it's somebody I meet at a meeting, um, I can hear myself talking. That was weird. Um, I, uh, one of the first things I always like to say, you know, in this, and this is not me telling anybody else, um, so much as it is just for me to, uh, to remember and to be conscious of this too, is that the newcomer, somebody new to recovery is the most important piece of a recovery program. Uh, that's what keeps this circle going. So whether you have one day, um, 10 days, 30 days, three years or 10 years or 10 years or more um, you know, we can all learn something from each other no matter what point you're at. So if you are a newcomer out there, don't ever feel, you know, um, cause I know there's a lot of fear coming in, right. Coming into something new, whether it's a new program, a new job, um, a new relationship, anything new, you know, we,
1: I don't know why it keeps doing that. I don't know
0: either. It's really weird. Um, yeah, no matter what it is, you know, there, there's definitely some fear and some anxiety and some stuff around that. But I just wanted to, uh, to say that, you know, Jess and I, we get an opportunity to do newcomers and, and talk to, uh, to different people that are new into recovery, both in Sober Guy and outside of Sober Guy, whether it's in person to person, whether it's through email, whether it's a, a, a Zoom call or Skype or whatever platform it is. Um, and everyone's got a story. That's one thing. I mean, do you notice that too? Everybody yeah. has um, a personal story, and it's you know, and and, a, and a, everyone's story is different. But at the same time, it's crazy how often you know you hear someone's story and you find a piece of that in your own story. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah. I That's it. That. you know,
0: yeah. I mean, you I and you experience that. it too with with a lot of women. I mean, you're getting to do a lot of and actually. You know, um, speaking of that, and this, um, I'm glad that I remembered this because I didn't have this on our little outline here, but uh, we're having um, uh, Sherry, and I kept wanting to say Gabba, but I think it's Gabba, Sherry Gabba uh, from uh, In Recovery Magazine. She used to be a um, uh, one of the um, therapists on, I think, was it Celebrity? I don't, she used to be on one, one of the shows. I can't remember which one it is. I don't want to say the wrong one. She's coming on this week. Uh, I think we're recording um, uh, in the next couple days, and um, I believe we're going to have you, Jess, on the show as well, and we're really going to focus on the codependency piece of recovery. Uh, Sherry herself was a codependent, is a codependent, had a spouse who uh, dealt with alcoholism and addiction, and she works with a lot of women. That are both in recovery um, for substances, but also out of substance or not in recovery for substances that are really deal with codependency, and I think that's something that you know you can really speak on and relate to a lot of other women out there who have um, you know family members, spouses, or whatever, and it's really cool to have you doing that, kind of taking that up. But we're gonna have that convo this week, and it's I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, me too. It should be good. Back to the newcomers, it's totally. Um it's a trip because everybody does have their own story and it's so crazy like because we talk about in um the newcomers at celebrate recovery we talk about how it's such a how it's a safe place you know like it's a safe place for you to share your heart for you to share things that you're going through or um you know that you're struggling with and um it's crazy because when you start sharing, you go around and everybody shares, like, I don't know, maybe four minutes or something like that. Um, whatever's on their heart, however, they're feeling that day, whatever it is, or they can pass, you know, but everybody shares. Nobody passes. Everybody shares. And then also, like, everybody starts sharing, and it's like the just crazy open heart, just vulnerable just sharing, crying, you know, emotional, whatever. And it's the first time that, I mean, we've all met, you know, but there's something about that moment and also expressing that this is a safe place to share, you know, um, everybody's going through something, everyone can relate and, and them just feeling that sense in the room, you know, and, and actually sharing like that, you know, it just says so much. And then, it, and it's just so important for them to feel that comfortable and do that because then it's like that next person over there can come up and say, Hey, like I'm dealing with that too. You know, and it's like, if you never even shared that, nobody would know that you're struggling and nobody could come up and say like, Hey, like, you know, I deal with that too. And this is, you know, whatever, here's my number or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's well, so I think uh,
0: it is important, but the big, the hard thing too, with that is a lot of people, um, aren't used to opening up and talking is scary, especially when you're talking about stuff that is super personal that you don't want, um, you know, nobody wants to feel judged or, uh, feel weird or different or whatever. Um, you know, some of those feelings that come up and I think that's the, the, you know, one of the great things about fellowship, no matter what program you're in or you're, you're looking to find or whatever, Um, you know, you find that fellowship in there, you find that trust tree. If we go back to old school terminology, um, you know, there's, there's a, there's a fellowship there that's solid that everybody understands for the most part. Um, you know, that this is, like you said, you said a safe place, like this is a safe place where we can talk about hurts, habits, hangups, past, um, mistakes, um, and, and more importantly, we can also talk about the triumphs and the wins and the and the things that have happened in our life since we moved into a life of sobriety, recovery, um, trying to be better human beings, fathers, you know, um, mothers, wives, husbands, friends, uh, all that stuff. You know, you find that through other people. And I think that wraps right back into kind of how we started in the fact that you hear people's stories
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then boom, man, I didn't, you know. I just heard maybe somebody share for five minutes, you know, I don't need to hear and take in everything, but I might just find one little piece mm-hmm. that really hits home with me that makes my day, makes my day a little bit easier the following day, you know, and vice versa. Maybe I'll share something and, and something that I share, you know, something, somebody else hears it. They needed to hear that. And if, if I didn't take the, the, the opportunity to, uh, to show up, and be there and kind of let God work, work through me and mm-hmm. just be, you know, just be there. That's all I got to do is show up. Um, yeah. you know, that's when, that's when good things happen. That's a hard thing to do sometimes. Like, uh, my homie, Phil says, Phil, I don't know if, I don't know if Phil's on the live feed right now. Um, but I know we, we were talking a while back and we were talking about the gym and he goes, Hey man, the hardest, uh, hardest machine at the gym is the front door just getting there. <laughs> I said, yeah, bro, you're so right. It is like, that's the hardest thing. So same thing with recovery. Same thing with, yeah. with 12 step meetings, the hard, like that's the, one of the most questions I get so often, like, man, I, you know, I'm really trying to go. I still, I had a couple people, I stood outside for the whole hour long meeting and just paced back and forth. I couldn't even go in, you know, and it's a hard thing to do to walk through that door, but I'm telling you, if you can, if you can muster up enough courage and, um, and, and let that, you know, that guard down and say, you know what, I'm just going to go into it with an open mind, man, good things will happen.
1: Um, I always tell, you know, the girls and stuff, well, the ladies and the groups and wherever that, um, yeah, just like you said, it's not, it's not always about you showing up for you to release your stuff and and whatever. You also have to remember that there's people in the rooms that might need to hear your story, you know? And so showing up is important because it's not just for you. It's about the community, you know?
0: So I forgot to mention earlier when we found the Nutella underneath the pillow, Cash said a leprechaun put it there, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. A leprechaun put it there. Oh,
1: yeah, I think it was a leprechaun. And then he had a huge story about the leprechaun and how it showed up. And, yeah. And then this happened and then that's that happened. That's what we're and, dealing with. You know, so, yeah, it was the leprechaun. And we're well, like, we have a couple, oh, all right.
0: I got a couple Cash stories real quick. He pooped on the floor today. Um. So I was in a meeting and... <laughs> All, the, all of a sudden I heard chaos and uh, uh, he ran out to get me with his pants off and just his <laughs> shirt on with a, with a worried and um, uh, very concerned face and pointed me back to the bathroom as I got off my call. And went in there, and there was a huge turd right in the middle of the Aww, floor. Buddy. So, dude tried to take a dump on his own, like a big four-year-old. Well, oh, he
1: does dump on his own; he doesn't need help. But doing the great it. thing is,
0: is that he announces it. Hold, hold on, guys! I'll be
1: right back. I gotta take a dump. Yeah, <laughs> gotta take a dump. Okay, bud. Okay, just let me know when you want me so, to wipe your butt.
0: There was that. Yeah, I'm excited little, about it. Yeah, we get real. Stoked or he'll tell or...
1: me, like, "Are you gonna wipe my butt, mom?" I'm like, "Yeah, bud, I can't wait. Let me know when." I'm so excited. He'll be like, That's "Okay, no." He'll be standing there with his hands on the toilet, like facing the toilet, like kind of bent over. He when said, is, I hate this part. When is
0: Dude going to learn? I've taught him how to wipe his butt. I taught him how to fold. He I told him, don't be a crumpler.
1: He's, he don't, tries. he's not
0: going to, my he son will says, not be a crumpler. He will be a folder.
1: This is uncomfortable, Mom, when we wipe his butt. He's like, This is uncomfortable. It's gotten to I the know. point now, Mom. He told where your this mom that, yeah,
0: that yesterday, right? I think your yeah. mom went in to help him. And
1: so it. I'm but like, All right, no. bud, we got to wipe your own butt. So he'll try it. And then the other day, he took his underwear off and he's like, Oh Mom, there's poop in my underwear. <laughs> so he's not quite there yet. You I remember, think we gotta get him wipes.
0: Do you remember coming to America? Is my mic off again? No, it's, it's not. It. You don't hear it? I hear it. Oh, you do yeah. hear it. It's, I think it's my I think I'm all congested.
1: Yeah, that must be it. Okay.
0: Ugh. Um, he uh see I can't hear myself again, dude.
1: Oh, <laughs> I can hear you. Okay. Um I don't know if that matters.
0: I think it's this. Okay, um, no, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I so cannot hear, hear you
1: now, up. no. Right.
0: Go ahead, take over for me for a minute, Walter,
1: Okay, so Cash and wiping his butt. Oh, something just happened. Okay, there All we right, go. There we go.
0: Yeah, I need to get a new, new, uh, I need to get a new XLR cable. So I just <laughs> need to go over to the store and just go pick up a new XLR. It's a radio show. Because I'm so cool and I just know what I'm doing because I just, you know, it's an XLR cable. You don't know do what an XLR cable is? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> God, what kind of podcaster are you? I don't even know. I just put it in the UNB, USB input, but you use USB mic, so. Anyways.
1: Well, first of all, what you need.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So, Cash shit on the floor, and that was exciting. Um, what, yeah. What else? Uh, we've had some. So, Cash also got his mouth washed out with soap. Should we talk about that?
1: Yeah, India, Marie. We're married.
0: Yes, we are married. We are an item. We are an item. Ten years. Mm-hmm. Right? 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, Cash got his mouth washed out with soap. Interesting stuff. Do we yeah. want to talk about that a little Parenting
1: bit? Parenting is cray cray.
0: Well, I have a cursing jar at home. So let's just start with that. Mm-hmm. I'm really working on, um, you know, my my language. And I got to say, I'm doing b- much better at it. Am I perfect at it? Absolutely not. And I feel like the podcast, uh, you know, I let them rip sometimes and that's just, uh, you know, Hey, it's a work in progress, but around the house in front of uh, the kids, you know, that kind of stuff, that's, uh, that's been something that um, I've been having to work on. And the, and the kids said, well, you know, why don't, uh, why don't we get a cursing jar and every time that's the classic one, right? It's not like we invented this thing or we've heard about this many times, yeah. put some quarters in it. I put a I put a couple bucks in it to buy myself some credit because I knew I'd probably yeah which be, I
1: said you were not allowed to do that.
0: Well, I tried to do it and it worked, uh, but I found myself putting it back in there. But um, cash also um,
1: he just says bad words. He's at got a little
0: buddy at school that him they run around and they like to say bad words. Yeah.
1: And so and so um, the teacher told us and then we were like, wow, really? That's great. Yeah. And then I turned to him and I go, buddy, in front of the teacher. Cause I'm like, what the heck? And I said, bud, where are you hearing this? And he said, well, dad, of course.
0: (laughs) Right in front of the teacher, which is not true all the time. Because I don't curse. I stop myself. I don't like, it's not not cursing. Like it's just, you know, they slip sometimes. And uh, so where am I going with this? Let me tell you. I've realized (laughs) that my example is extremely um, important. Number one. And also, I have to, um, I got to watch what I say because they soak that stuff up like a sponge, you know? I keep burping. I do not even drink any.
1: Well, I think the thing mostly is that and he, he wants to be just like you. He's like, I want to be like dad. Yeah, so, but why does he
0: only cuss at school? That's where I well, don't get. I think
1: it's also an influence. He doesn't
0: ever cuss around, I think around he's got, the house. I, think like, he's, I don't ever hear him saying I bad think words. it's an
1: influence thing. The teacher said that him and his little buddy, they only do it when uh, there's a bunch of kids around. And they're trying to like show off and all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my Lord. And so I'm trying to like over here raise leaders. And I'm like, bro. Like, don't, don't do the bad things, please. Well, it's like,
0: funny at the skate park too. He try he talks like, you know, cause he wants to be cool. And he's like, <laughs> like one of the one, he was riding his skateboard and one, one kid, the kid was probably like 10, 11. He came up, he's like, Hey man, g- you know, good job. You're doing really good, buddy. And he's like, Hey, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm just riding my skateboard out here, man. Yeah. yeah thanks. Man. Good trick, man. Everything is man <laughs> or dude. Hey dude. Hey man. Hey, he's, man. A, he's a funny little guy, man. He's, That's for sure. He
1: is heck of funny. Yeah. So, yeah, the skate park's been a thing. That's been really cool of you guys like going out to the skate park and, and like you said, just some kids out there just like shredding the narnar. but also maybe like it's their only like uh, place to go. Yeah. It's the only spot you know? sometimes.
0: There's one, there's one kid out there. I actually need to go out there so I can bring him the skateboard. Um, but yeah, I see him out there every time. And uh, I think that's his little safe place. And I think that's a good kind of yeah. segue into this next little block that I had here talking about like a safe place, like where's your safe place that you, uh, that you can go to that gives you peace, Mm. like that gives you, a um, a place where you kind of feel home, you feel safe, you feel secure. Um, and here's where I kind of came up with this earlier in the week. Occasionally, uh, there's a park. So when I drop cash off at school, it's on the other side of town, which is where I used to live and, and grew up. There's a park over there, Summerfield Park. I think it's called Ridgeview Park. I call it Summerfield Park because that's the street that we lived on. But I can go back there and I know, Jess, you're going to make fun of me because I go back and go, there's my old house right there. And it's one of those nerdy ass dad things that I do. There's Kyle's house. And
1: yeah, that well, used to be just, Dave's house. You don't and, just like drive by and be like, oh, there it is. Like it's nope, on the I main don't. street. You're like, oh, and you got to pull <laughs> on in. We got <laughs> to take a the tour. Chris, that's a Chris move right and there. My, my <laughs> pops. And I, but I like that about Well, no, I don't, you know, back. I'm just. Just, you know, giving you I'm a not, time. No, but, I know. I'm not taking and it, it personal. And then I you're promise. like, and there's so-and-so. And I mean, I every time there's hilarious stories and, you know, it's so funny. We haven't done that in a while, actually. I
0: just did it the other day.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, that's why I still go there. But look, here's my point to that. That for me was a time in my life when I, I was a kid, but that was such the, I have some really select great memories of my life. That I can go back to those safe places, and I'm not trying to relive my childhood, okay? Like I, or I don't know. Maybe I am to some extent <laughs> trying to relive a little bit of that. I don't know. Real. I don't even care because it makes me feel phenomenal. It makes me feel amazing inside. It makes me feel safe. It makes me feel like a good spot. And so you what I do that. is, yeah, I go back there. Like I went back there. What's um, last? Whatever I took cash to school Friday or when or Monday, whatever. Real quick, I had a few minutes. I took Brody with me. I roll on over to Summerfield Park. I got out. I walk. I let Brody run around and I walk a couple laps and I just soak it in. And I get in that space for a minute. I get a little meditation going. I had like an 11 minute There's one of my favorite meditations. It's an 11 minute meditation. Um, it's called, uh, it's on Meditation Studio app. It's called Ease with Everything. It's by Noah Levine. And one of the, the main lines in there uh, is May I be at ease with myself just as I am, mind, body, and heart. So let me say it one more time. May I be at ease with myself, just as I am, mind, body, and heart. And so as I'm walking around in this safe area, this safe place, this place that makes me feel, um, you know, good and positive and and really at peace. I think that's the biggest the biggest thing. Summerfield Park for me is that spot. Um, I can really kind of as the, don't they say drop in? Is not a good phrase mm. whether you're praying or meditating. Yeah. I can really drop into that moment. Good one. And I know, right? Look at me. Oh yeah, drop in the terms. Drop on in for real though. So my question is, Jess, let's start with you. Where's your safe place? Do you have a spot you can think of? And then yeah. to those out there listening or watching, like, do you got a safe place? And and if not, maybe that's something to start thinking about. Where can you find that place uh, to kind of get into into that groove, into that little pocket?
1: so originally when you were like safe place you know whatever where you can just like be and like whatever be yourself and like or i don't know that's what i was portraying and i was immediately brought to, i was thinking where, where where i was immediately brought to my family like to my family's mm, yeah. house like to my mom and dad's my sister wherever my family gathers because i just feel like i can totally be myself you know i can yeah. be exactly who i am i can wear whatever i want i can be what you know who i am and just goof off with my brothers and my sister and just like you know eat food and like you know just laugh and have a good time you know what i mean so like that's that was one thing but then yeah. you started getting into like meditation and stuff like that and then i was like oh well i can't meditate there that's not the thing but i think for me is just in my prayer time and and here's here's a crazy quick story so like i would always pray in um <clears throat> it was like pray meditation thing and i would always in our old house that we lived in um i would always pray like in between the bed and the wall and like i would you know, drop in and it was amazing, right? And like Jesus met me there. It was just like this crazy, amazing, wonderful experience and prayer time and whatever, right? Every time I sat in that place, I'm like, here we go. Like, yeah, you know, remember that. this is happening, you know? And um, <clears throat> I would always tell Shane like, I wish I had like a closet or like a, you know, a room or like something where I could like have this moment, you know, there. So we go, we, you know, by this house and everything. <clears throat> Been here for like a year or whatever. A little over a year. Anyway, there was this, um, hall closet and we totally transformed it into like a prayer meditation room, you know? And like, I mean the ultimate, and it's just so cool. And I'm like, yes, like, this is what I've wanted, yada, yada. So I get in there and I'm like, okay, Lord, like, let's do this thing. Cause you know, my higher power is God is Jesus Christ. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, like, here we are, we got our, we got our room, like, let's do this thing. (laughs) and I'm like waiting and I'm doing the same thing, you know, got the same routine that I, you know, have whatever. And he was like, it it never happened, you know, like it never, like he never dropped in, like it would never happen. And so I'm like, what is happening? Well, maybe a couple times after that, I went over in our new house, went over into like, you know, the new room, whatever went in between my bed and the wall. It was like, okay, how about this? You know? Boom! Yeah. There you he was. You went back
0: to your old, the old yeah. spot.
1: Yeah, I was like, there he is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Here we are. Like, you don't need a fancy room, you know. You don't need like a, a prayer closet or whatever, you know. Like, well, I do. I do a lot of anywhere. like the
0: the, the, the thinking, me meditation, prayer, all that stuff. Like, I do a lot of it actually when I walk. I walk, you know, almost every horde. day, whether hoard <laughs> walk horde? <laughs> I'm gonna walk horde. <laughs> Dewey Cox, right? Best ever. But yeah, I do a lot of it while I'm walking. Like I'll, I'll walk Brody. You yeah. know, yeah. I'm cleaning up a turd from. Why am I talking? I keep talking about shit a lot tonight, but. You know, I'm picking this dude's turd up, right? There, and at the same time, with I'm trying bare to hands? like... No, but I'm acting out on the Facebook Live like I'm doing it with my bare hands, but I actually have a bag around it, you know? You got to pull it out of the little thing. Oh, I you think you're talking about it, Cash's you know I mean? poop. No, I'm talking about Brody's now.
1: Oh, you're picking Cleaning up a lot of his, poop yeah, lately. Yeah, I've wiped
0: a lot of ass and picked up a lot of dog shit lately, and it's and, really pissing me. And then and I got to wipe my own ass, too. Poop. I mean, come on. You know, I need a professional ass wiper like on um, Coming to America. wipe <laughs> Wipers! <laughs> I mean, I would pay to have a wiper. Uh, would you? No, actually, I yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, you would not. I like not. to wipe my oh own Oh my gosh. Okay. Wipe your own ears. So I want to I jump in, uh, in into one more thing, too, that I, I I mentioned the Meditation Studio app, Ease With Everything. Re- I want to recommend it again. It's one of my favorite ones. It's 11 minutes. It's really, really good one. I've listened to it hundreds of times. Um, I just... Also, too, we're going to have Noah on the show coming up soon, so stay tuned for that. But... Another thing that he says in that, and I wrote this down and I wanted to share this, and, and this is something personal to me right now that, that I'm having to remember in this moment. Um, and I know there's some other people out there listening who can, who can feel me on this and who are probably going through the same thing. He says, No matter how much we love others, we cannot create happiness for them. Happiness oh is an inside job. So good. No matter how much we love others, we can't create happiness for them. Happiness is an inside job. And I know for me, that's a tough one because we see the people that we love. Um, you know, we see friends, we see people we know, we, we see strangers sometimes even, and and we see them hurting. We see them suffering. Struggling. We see them struggling. We see them in pain. And, and we know um, that there's hope for them out there yeah. if there's some things and some resources that they want to dive into. Yeah. And that's not my job to do that. It's not my job at least to push that on them. Number one, if they reach out, that's a whole different story. So, but with the line itself, no matter what I do, no matter what I tell them, no matter what I try to do for them, I can't create happiness for them. The only thing I can do is love on them. And that's something I'm having to talk out right now because I really need to remember that in some, some own personal stuff with some people I love that I'm going through. There are that, that are going through stuff. My job is to love them, not to judge them, not to, Um, Be angry with them, you know, because it's really easy to start going down that path, um, you know, and uh, I can't create the happiness for them. Mm -hmm. That has to come from within. And that comes from my own happiness, Jess, your own happiness and everyone else out there. That's for us to create.
1: You know, that's crazy, too, because I that's like 100 such a good, you know, quote or whatever, Um, because it and it's the hardest thing. Like, it's It's very, very hard. That's what she said it, (laughs) it's not easy to just, you know, be like, well, they got to want it themselves. So there's nothing I can do. That's a hard thing to do. But on the flip side of it, what I'm thinking about is that you know, in before, like I, you know, did the 12 step before I got into like CR and recovery and things like that for anger and resentment and codependency and things like that. I would look for my happiness within Shane. Like I would be like, why aren't you making me happy? Why aren't you doing this thing for me? This will make me happy. This will change my mood. This you have to, it's you, you're the one. Why aren't you doing what I need you to do? You know, I just like would, I just realized that when you said that. And, um, it wasn't until I started digging in and, and doing the thing that, um, that it was an inside job. Yeah. <laughs> and then actually you have nothing to do with my happiness. You know, it's, it's why am I not happy? Like why, what's going on inside that I need to holler at. Yeah. You know? That's a, t-
0: and that's a really hard thing to, uh, you know, to come to terms with and to work <laughs> on. And, um, I don't think you ever, well, I don't know. I don't know what anyone else says. I don't know that I'll ever arrive at that moment, you know, but like it's, um, it's constant effort and constant consciousness of that. And so how do I, how do I fall in line? Like, well, I, I fall in line and I remember that stuff by listening to meditation, guided stuff, by praying, by getting around other people, talking about stuff. So, I mean, that's really how I kind of stay plugged into that.
1: They want to hear the quote again.
0: Oh, the quote again. It's um, uh, meditation studio app. Uh, it's the, the um, uh, meditation studio app, the Meditation is called ease with everything. It's by Noah Levine. There's a whole bunch of teachers on that app. That app is phenomenal too. There's a ton of different meditation uh, guided sessions for on there a bunch from, of different things for all kinds yeah. of stuff, for kids, for moms, for, yeah. uh, for uh, professionals, yeah. stress, uh, sleep. anxiety, sleep, yeah. addiction, like yes. all kinds of stuff. Sure. I, th- I want to say it's free if it's not. Free. It's it's no more than five bucks. It's free, and then there's some
1: other. There's plenty that are free, and then there's some that are you have to unlock. Anyways, but
0: the the one I was talking about, Meditation Studio app, Ease with Everything, Noah Levine. The quote is, "No matter how much we love others, we cannot create happiness for them. Happiness is an inside job." Mm. Um, So great one. Um, Let's do. uh, Let's do real quick some sober birthdays. We had. um, We had some folks uh, in leave comment. I put a post out earlier today on Instagram that we were going to do a podcast tonight. Um, so we didn't have any questions, but we had, we had four or five people do, uh, their birthdays on there. So I wanted to uh, give a shout out to them. First one is TJ, um, TJ, uh, June 10th, 2004, uh, in spite of some really hard times last year, uh, you know, still sober. So TJ, you know, you know, I love you. We've known each other a long time since I was a kid. Uh, so much love and congrats on that. And I hope uh, this year, 2019, uh, you know, brings some some new positivity and some new things, new pages being turned uh, in that. So thank you. Um, Joe's got 100 days sober today. Nice. 100. Yeah, yeah Joe, uh, Joe is, I think, in Australia, <clears throat> if I remember correctly. But 100 days, I mean, that's huge. That's a great... Great milestone, you know, like, I mean, just like, wow, cool, you know what I mean? What,
1: 100? 100
0: days, yeah. yeah. That's a good, like, you're, you know, it's yeah, just 100. Like, a, like, the, like, you were talking about newcomers earlier, like that stake in the ground, like you just keep hitting those milestones. Yeah. And just if you break it up like that and just do it, like, literally one day at a time, I know yeah. it's cliche, but, um, you know, Ooh. before you know it, someone out there who's got five days, all of a sudden you got 100, you know, yep. it's it's really cool. So, congrats on that. Yep. Um, Isaac, Isaac's um, sobriety date is September. 16th 2018 so uh he's coming up on just about five months um you know that's another big big milestone i mean start getting months together and uh doing the thing working the program and stuff so congrats on that isaac and uh, thanks for dropping that on there and then um i gotta it's uh uh, schlocktacular. That's at Schlocktacular on uh, Instagram. That's what she said. And I uh, know <laughs> it does kind of sound. You, you think, okay, I'm just gonna stop right there. But uh, Schlocktacular sober since um, January 22nd, 2018. So he just hit over a year, just a little over a year. So congrats on that. Um, and he also says the podcast helped in so many ways in the last year. So thank you. Um, and yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for for reaching out. And I know I follow you on Instagram too. If you want a good, if you're into horror movies and horror collectibles. Um what? Shocktacular's got a really cool horror, like, um, page. It's all based on, like, old-school horror movies and, like, yeah. merch and, like, posters and all kinds of cool stuff. Interesting. It's actually neat. Um, I'm not even, not, like, huge into horror stuff because I'm a big puss when it comes to, like, oh gore and stuff. The, uh, I straight okay. up cover my eyes. And, like, like, look like this, we're, or, like, watching or, know, a movie and he out.
1: jumps. I'm, like, whatever, and he, like, <laughs> jumps at straight the Straight scream parts. like a girl. <laughs> He's like, oh, God, oh, shit, that scared away. the shit out oh, of me. I'm oh. like, yeah, I know, that scared you. I have you just, like, nightmares. jumped across the room. <laughs> I know,
0: dude, I'm like a cat, jumping, you're shivering. Just, just,
1: you're just, a, you're tied, what's a it? chicken? No, tied too tight, or whatever it is. Wound you know, up, you're up like, too yeah, tight? Yeah, wound up too tight. You're like, Oh, shit. Well, I don't know if you if you want
0: a good <laughs> horror movie Instagram page, check that one out at Schlocktacular. That's S C H L O C K T A C U L A
1: R. Okay.
0: Good lord. So yeah, thank you guys for for dropping your dates on there. I think that's great. And congrats to to everybody again. Yes, it's good stuff.
1: So awesome. Um,
0: what else do we have here? Um, I got a couple couple different things. Do you see anything on there you want to jump on right now? But I, I got something uh, no, going to no, well no, no, no. okay so let's get into this a little bit i had some thoughts about popping pills the other day while cleaning the house in my apron listening to 20s 1920s jazz music sending
1: pictures to me of him cleaning the house i sent
0: you one picture because i was proud of my cleaning abilities okay mm. i swept i did the dishes
1: do you want me to send you a picture every time i'm cleaning the house <laughs> i
0: don't need you it. might like that actually yeah it depends in what you're apron? wearing yeah <laughs> depends what you're wearing babe okay Put that apron on. Put the apron on that Mike uh, made. That the the, uh, the. Okay, never mind.
1: What's his Instagram?
0: You know, I've tried. I just tagged Carrie in it because it was. Um, does I he don't not know. I much? don't think he has the. He Instagram. He makes some pretty dope. He aprons. does. Yeah. If you go on Instagram and you look at the post, it's just I don't. It's just a couple couple days old or whatever. But there's, he made a um, he made me an apron of uh, um is it guadalupe
1: First yeah i think lady so. guadalupe something i think yeah like
0: it's super super <laughs> dope and uh and yeah he makes some really really fresh aprons so if you if you'd like one if you like to barbecue or Jeez clean around the house yeah you can holler at me exciting. and i can hook you up with him but um but yeah anyway so i'm cleaning and like i think i was in the kitchen at one point and i was sweeping up and i was gonna grab something to drink and boom there goes the thought Damn, I went immediately reverted back to over five years because uh, I used to love getting high as a kite and doing stuff like whether I was at work or mowing the lawn or um, fixing something, you know, d- driving. <laughs> Why do whatever, you think that is? What do you I think don't know, but I just like that. like so for instance, cleaning the house. Like, I would love to pop, like, three Percocets or some Norcos How could you even and just get function? high as a kite and just clean my ass off.
1: How could one Dude, function? Like,
0: I just, you just feel, I felt like, just feel great and just super high three and Percocets
1: just, cleaning the just house. getting Is to work.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely possible. And just get to work on some stuff. And so would I was sitting in out. there and all of a sudden, boom, there goes that, that thought. Like, it just pops into my brain and I get this, like feeling of like excitement really quick <gasps> oh, and um
1: after five years
0: yeah yeah I know i so talking about it but like you know and um and you know I have to stop and just go wait a minute like I don't do that anymore it's not how I live my life you know that's not I don't need that right now because it, and, and I want to be it's not like I know I think there's different times and um like severities of different cravings, depending on where you're at, you know, um, how connected are you to your recovery? Thank God I'm pretty damn connected to my recovery. So I know like what to do in that situation. And I think that comes with, um, listening, taking advice and knowing that I have the safety network. So here's what I did. I, I didn't get pissed off at myself like I used to do. And I talk about that a lot in other podcasts about giving yourself grace about being, um, you know, understanding that those thoughts are normal, whether it's a drink, a pill, a drug, um, anger is another one getting pissed off, like having to stop and take a breath and say, wait a minute, like this is a a fit of anger right now. And I need to stop for a second. Um, but you know, that's what I did is I gave myself grace. I said, okay, I don't live my life like that anymore. I'm going to let this feeling pass for a second. I wrote it down because I knew I wanted to talk about it on the podcast and I also text buddy my sponsor and I said hey you know I just just throwing it out there just for accountability I'm cleaning the house right now doing daddy daycare it was, you know a little bit stressful I thought how great it would be to pop like a bunch of pills right now and get high as a kite and, fin- and take the edge off a little bit and finish cleaning the house just wow. wanted to let you know yeah and um and he said cool if you need to call me give me a call and then you know what he texted me next he said uh one day you're going to miss daddy daycare. Enjoy it. Aw. And I said, yeah, thanks, bro. Because, yeah, he's right. I
1: um love Buddy.
0: I do, too. And he's a good I love what he dude. does
1: for you. I love, like, like, he's the perfect sponsor for you. You know? And it's so crazy thinking about your journey and finding a sponsor. You know, you went yeah. through a couple dudes. You, you And you had a thought in your mind. Like, what kind of sponsor you wanted? You know, and like it was buddy all along. It I was pictured it. It was I mean I didn't totally. picture his
0: face But I pictured <laughs> this person And yeah. it was Buddy Which yeah. is crazy And him and I But just like
1: the that. way He responds to you Like cool Like you know He wasn't all like Oh you know Like trying no. to like Do the thing He was just like Cool call me if you need me That's exactly how you function For me I would need someone To like you know Give me the script And be like And encourage yeah. me And you know Do the thing That's what I would need But for you I You're don't like wanna, yeah, I don't. He's like cool Call me if you need me You know and whatever And then what I love about buddy is that he like he's like the dad that you know you
0: well that's a good I know what you're gonna say and so here's one of the here's one of the other things we did maybe this can can help somebody out there a little bit too by me sharing it is you know I'm sorry you know what I, I didn't mean to cut you off were you finished? I apologize. Well, I was just going to say gonna he's like the dad
1: that like can give you that advice and those little tip, those little yeah. things that, you know, he does that for you. Like, like enjoy daddy daycare. Cause it's not going to be forever. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you need to hear those things throughout life yeah. in this crazy, like parenthood and marriage and stuff like that. Like he gives you those little, little things and, and, you know, it's just, it's really cool. The relationship that you guys have and that bond and, and it is just perfect.
0: Well, and so one of the other things we did is, you know, I, I've talked about it on the show before, it's no secret, but if you're new to the show, you know, maybe this is the first time you're hearing it, like that, you know, my dad is still struggling out there. Like he's still out doing his thing, Um, you know? And so that's always been, that's always been um, a struggle of mine is dealing with a loved one who is still struggling. We talk about it often. Um, and so sometimes I've gone through a lot of stages where I get pissed off. I get, um, you know, I get angry, I get sad, I get uh, resentful. I'm not talking to him. I am talking to him. Like, uh, trust me, it's been through every single stage that you could possibly go through Mm -hmm. of emotions and, and there's probably um, many more that you haven't even, there's, there's a lot too much to even, you know, to talk about. But the one thing is, is that your higher power, God whatever you call it, whatever something that's spiritual to you that helps to get you through things that alleviates the stress. For me, it's God. Like I can't control everything. God provides me things in different forms than what I see them. So one of the things we did is I was pissed off one day. And ultimately what it came down to was me being resentful about the fact that why didn't I have you know, this in my life, why didn't my dad do this? Why didn't, why didn't this work out this way for me and have this relationship, all that kind of stuff. And what buddy told me, goes, I want you to make a list of all the other people in your life that have provided things where you feel that your father has lacked. Okay. And this isn't a knock on my father either because he did the best he can and he's doing the best he knows how to do. And that's the way that it is. Okay. So, that's not what I'm, what I'm getting at here. What I'm getting at is God provides us things, you know, that God provides us the things that need to fulfill us and make us who we can be, who we're supposed to be. Um, and a lot of the times we don't even know it. We don't recognize it because we're looking through like a a blurred vision or does that make sense? I feel like I'm not articulating it. The great part of it. So I think too, well, just
1: to kind of whatever, like, that's what's so important about community and getting out there and like building like surrounding you know like-minded people or people in recovery or whatever it is in that community because you know again your higher power or whatever god is going to you know you i know why it's like can't get it out like he's going to use those people you know for the things that you're lacking or the things that you need or whatever and um you you can receive that through other people. Like it doesn't have to be your dad or it doesn't have to be your mom or it doesn't have to be whatever. Like mad at me or dad at your dad. You can, you're going to receive it through other people. And if you never step out and get into a community or get into a group or get into a meeting or whatever, you're never going to have that opportunity to have these people speak into your life or, you know, to meet that person that's going to give you what you're lacking from um, a parent or a, you know, husband or, or well, maybe not a husband. <laughs> well, whatever, but, you know I don't what know saying. what
0: you're like, saying, a friend, a spouse, I mean, a yeah, 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 yeah. number of things.
1: So th- I think that that's what's important. And, and if you, you know, obviously, if you never got sober or then again, also, if you never like stepped out and, you know, in your recovery and did the, went through the motions of the things that you're supposed to do, you never would have found Buddy. You
0: know. Well, here's the weird thing. I didn't find Buddy and and he didn't really find me. Like <laughs> it was this like really divine connection, I feel like. You yeah. Know? We've totally. talked about that before. Like, um, mm-hmm. it's almost it's you know, you say some people would say by accident, um, you know, I don't really believe in, in accidents to some extent, like in that situation, I guess. But yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and it all happened, but that's a good point. That all happened by showing up. And putting yeah. myself out there. That's right. it. Right. No expectations. Yeah. You know, no, <coughs> um, you know, uh, ulterior motives or anything. Mm. Just let me just show up and show do the next right thing. Up. It's such a big thing, you know.
1: Um, Native, nine, Native Pride 90 said, I celebrated two years free from marijuana on January 25th. I have struggled with pot for years. Nice. I started in Alcoholics Anonymous and thought my only problem was alcohol. But in NA, they said, They say all mood and mind mind altering substances.
0: Nice, congrats. That's huge. I I switched off from weed to alcohol so many times. Like, remember that I'd get, I would, um, you know, I'd get high for. Well, I always got high, but then I'd be like, I'm gonna stop drinking for a couple weeks, and And then then you just got high, and then I would just get high, and then before you know it, I'd be back to drinking and stuff. So I feel you on that on that battle between, uh, you know, the old ganja smoking, the old hurfer, the Marijuana, marijuana the marijuana the marijuana you're smoking that marijuana but yeah the blunts the bong rips i mean man those were uh yeah those were the days but congrats <laughs> on the t- on the two years that's huge because that's i think smoking smoking cigarettes smoking pot it's a that's a tough one uh for a lot of people to quit especially cigarettes god even my aunt you know said that cigarettes was worse than heroin yeah to get to off quit. of yeah, yeah. yeah. someone else, i think theo theo vaughn was on um uh uh, what, I forgot the, it's the, it's Dr. Drew and um, Mike Catherwood and uh, Do, and uh, Bob Forrest the other day. And he was talking about that, about how hard cigarettes was um, to quit. I think he's still going through it or whatever. And that's like one of the worst habits. Is well, and tobacco. Phil, remember Phil was on the oh, podcast right. and he talked about Jesus, a, like yep. s-
1: completely like whatever when saved me baptized, from my addiction. Huh? Yeah. He said, I was smoking, what, packs a day or whatever, yeah, and then he, smoked a lot. he got baptized, and the next day he had no cravings. Yeah, I think he smoked you know? since
0: for like seven years or eight years, something like that.
1: It's just crazy. Crazy. Yeah,
0: I like you, but you're crazy. You're crazy. What else
1: do you have?
0: Well, we got a couple things, I think, and then we'll wrap this up. We're almost at about um, about the hour mark wrap here, right where I wanted to uh, to stop, Um you know, we kind of talked about the love one thing, but I oh, guess we I can got
1: Dave and Stacy.
0: Oh, what up? Party down. <laughs> Dave and Stacy up? Dave and Stacy. Hey, we're hitting the I but by, by the way, since they're on right now, I hollered at Seth about the uh refuge meeting. If anyone's in the area, there's a refuge meeting Monday nights in Winters, California. The big homie Seth and Mel mm-hmm. put it on out there. So I think uh I think we're heading out there later this month to uh If anyone wants to join, up. yeah, but yeah, we're looking forward to that, Dave and Stacey. Where is so. it?
1: Winters wh- and where?
0: Winters, California. Um,
1: oh, what's it Siva- called?
0: Is it Siva's Space or is that a different one? I
1: don't know. I actually don't. I have
0: know. to. I have to look it up. You can. You can holler at us on um, on Insta if anyone needs um info on. Yeah. It. Well, I can look it up real quick or you want to you don't have the uh, computer, huh? We'll
1: just yeah, if you want to know. I'm just. pretty sure it's at,
0: at Siva Space in Winters, California right on Main Street there. If I'm wrong on that, um I don't know. I apologize.
1: Then you're Then you're wrong. You idiot. son of a bitch. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. You bastard. are one no. pathetic loser. But, so no I offense. Wanted,
0: I wanted to mention um Real quick, and then and then we'll wrap this thing up. You know, I've noticed, because I've mentioned a couple times tonight about dealing with loved ones who are still out there struggling or friends. Um, that's one of the hardest things for me to deal with. And I think, I was telling Jess, you know, I think that's what motivates me to continue to do like recovery work and step work and the podcast and, um, you know, go back to school to become a drug and alcohol counselor. Like, There's certain people in my life that I want to help that I can't help, just like the quote from Noah Levine like, happiness is an inside job. Mm. Like, I can't help somebody who does not want the help or doesn't know how maybe they do want the help, they just don't know how to receive it. Yeah, it's not my job to do that, okay? And so, for me. I've realized like, I think subconsciously in this journey and this motivation and this fire that just like burns under my ass to continue to do this work and have fun with it and enjoy doing it and enjoy serving and helping people and putting the time that we put into it. um, A lot of it comes from like that undirected energy of wanting to help the people that I really do want to help, but I can't and it floods out into the work that I do, which is really cool. And I think that there's, uh, you know, there's some sort of purpose for that, that I don't, you know, that's, that's a different, um, you know, different connection that I don't really fully understand. Um, But that kind of leads me into what I wanted to, uh, what I wanted to, to mention here is that when I'm dealing with loved ones who are still struggling versus when I'm dealing with like a stranger or a friend or someone who, you know, emails into the podcast or that I meet at a meeting. I take things personal when it's people that I love that are not doing what I think they should be doing or that I can't help. I get pissed off about it. And I got pissed off last night. And as um, you know, I hate this term, but your high horse, I got all up on my high horse. You're all up on your high horse. And you know, I was though last night there, there's, you know, someone I love was fucking up and you know, like it pissed me off and I didn't know how to handle it. And instead of taking the route of like, you know, the, like of being like, man, this, this person's got some issues and they need some help. I took it all personal, even though it wasn't even had anything to do with me. I just took it personal and I got pissed off about it. Um, and I didn't handle it the correct way. And it really made me see today, you know, I, I, apologize for it. And it made me see that, you know, this thing, whether you call it a disease, a choice, like whatever it is, cause that's a whole nother debate that I'm not even interested in having, um, <laughs> right now, at least, um, is, uh, you know, we have to have grace on ourselves. We got to have grace on other people and we got to not take shit personally. And I can really, really take stuff personally you know, especially if it's somebody that I love, it's not my job to fix anybody, not my job to fix you, not my job to fix you, not my job to save the world. My job is just to do what I do, work my own program, love on people and be here for you. Like, if I think you, it's if you near
1: and dear to your heart. I think that, you know, you're like, this is what helped me. And, you know, I'm living this life, you know, I mean, it's nothing like great and special. as I was saying, I'm just mean like, I'm living a better life because I have made this choice can you please do that too? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's, yeah. It's and it's, so frustrating because you're like, I know like what helped me, I know what worked for me, like why, like And it's totally not please, okay to do, do that.
0: And but that's the natural feeling. That's what I'm at. Yeah, getting it's a at.
1: natural feeling because you're just you I'm know, I'm setting
0: expectations that people that I love cannot fulfill. There's no way that, that my expectations are so high for people, especially ones that I love. There's no way that, that 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 they can fulfill those and they shouldn't be obligated to. That's my own mm-hmm. jacked up way of thinking. And mm-hmm. so that's the kind of shit that goes on that I'm just like, I can't comprehend that stuff mm-hmm. sometimes. And it's not, it doesn't make me like, I mean, I guess I do act like an asshole sometimes in that I don't, I'm not an asshole, but yeah, I can act like one, like no doubt. And when I talk about expectations and stuff, like, man, the expectations will fucking kill you like straight up. Yeah, Like, I mean, probably literally they could, I you guess totally too, but like they, taught me that. they jack, like, like they jack me up. You still. always
1: like anytime I'm going into something or a conversation or a whatever, you're always telling me going with no expectations, no expectation. And it's so crazy because when you told me that for the first time and then like after that and stuff, whenever you would tell me that, I thought I'm. I really am. I really was going into that conversation with an expectation of this, you know? And so it was so crazy to actually step back and be like, oh, yeah. D- totally. Like I I can't, you know, I don't want to go into this with an expectation. And that is why I would get my heart broke every time is because I would expect one thing that wouldn't happen. Yeah, like, you get let heck?
0: you get let down. You get um, yeah, you know and those so expectations aren't met. Going
1: know? in with no expectations—that is the best advice. I really uh, totally one hundred percent agree with that.
0: Yeah, no, it is. And and when I don't do that, um, it makes it a hell of a lot easier when good stuff does happen because then you're like, oh, awesome. You know what I mean? Like a lot yeah. of the time that that does happen too. Like something comes out of a situation. You know, someone does something. Um, you know, that you that surprises you or something happens that you didn't, you know, plan on that's good, I mean, um, but yeah, setting myself up for that is a real, real shitty way to live and it, it can be a disaster um, in the long run.
1: Goose in Boots says no expectations, no worries. For
0: sure, that's dang right right there.
1: That's like so, such a motto. For real, you know?
0: like that's, yeah, no expectations, no worries. It's for real. Like just, I'm just going, I'm going with the flow. I'm rolling. I'm and not that's rolling hard to do. It's ground.
1: not easy to do that. But if you practice and you do the work, it gets easier. You know, you, you kind of get into a, a place. That's the key
0: word. Do the work. Because it, it's not going to be easy. And that's why, like, we got to continue to do the work. Because when the hard times show up, which they will. Yep.
1: Or you have those which cravings, Maybe you're going
0: through. Someone out there listening is going through right now.
1: Or you're cleaning the house and you want to pop perks. Oh,
0: man, yeah, it's crazy. Do
1: the work. Do, do the, the work. work Do the Oh we're not <laughs> two, four, six,
0: eight. Who, Who do, do we appreciate Do the work Do the work, the do work. The work. Yay yeah. Oh my gosh What are we doing right now I don't know But I I'm, I'm like looking it. at my cool Bike helmet yeah. over there <laughs> Oh yeah I want to put you on
1: <laughs> I want I'm to put you on, on Right we're, now Bike helmet We're experiencing Major California storm weather you know, Dude, it's drizzling outside, it. so watch out. I wish out. it went
0: right from Christmas. Things I would toss my Christmas tree back up in the attic because we got a fake one this year and right to the board shorts and flip-flops. That would be the way to would do be. It. It's
1: freezing, actually, here in California. Yep. <laughs> it, it's not freezing, but it is for us, and we're it's like, a oh, chilly. it's cold. Um, back to that quote really quick. I just want to say how crazy it is when it says, like, <clears throat> uh, happiness is an inside job. It's what's so crazy about that is that like, it's like you can't help anybody, no matter what you say, isn't going to help anyone. That was like the craziest thing about like stepping into like this recovery, like world and community. It's like, okay, so we know what works. We know how to do it. We know whatever. I mean, not like 100, not like it's all perfect. I don't know. But I'm saying like, okay, we, we, you know, we've done the work partially, (laughs) Whatever it is, but you, but you can't go to someone and say, Hey, let me, (laughs) let
0: me tell you what you need to do.
1: Well, no, but just, you know, (laughs) let me, uh, Hey, have you tried Uh. this or what do you, whatever, blah, 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 because it doesn't matter because that person is only going to do it when they're ready. You know, it speaks so much into like, no
0: one wants to be told what to do.
1: Well, yeah, but like, it just speaks so much into like, everybody's on their own journey. And you don't know when this person is going to have this awakening or this like moment or whatever. And it will may or may not have anything to do with, you know, the advice that you gave or whatever. It's just a trick. Well, I liked what Wordsmith
0: said back when we did the live show at Journey. It's like,
1: why do any of it? What's the purpose? (laughs) Screw it all. What's the point of this podcast? just
0: going to lay in bed all day, (laughs) eat cereal, drink Ovaltine. Yeah. And watch
1: Netflix. Cartoons? No, but I like what Wordsmith said at the
0: live show. And, um, uh, he said, you know, a lot of the time it's about us planting seeds and most of the time I don't get to see the fruit of those seeds and I, I shouldn't expect to see the fruit of those seeds. It's just my job to be there. And yeah. and when, when there's an That's, opportunity to plant a seed, yeah. I'm going to plant it and then I'm going to forget about it because it's yeah. not my... And then maybe deal. somebody else is going to water it. Somebody else is going to... Har- exactly. You know, and exactly. maybe
1: somebody else is going to plow it and then maybe somebody yep. else is going to... Re- is going to, you know reap the harvest right exactly. they're gonna be like whoa look at you look what just happened to you like you chant you're all good or whatever like yeah that's a trip it's yeah, a trip life good is a trip let's get deep. it's just so trippy bro it's
0: like whoa I was like laying there one night bro <laughs> and I started like looking at my hand and I was like my fingers move bro <laughs> oh, I can like move my thumb <laughs> thumb and butt okay let's thumb stop right butt. there <laughs> that's so sick
1: That's not anything else
0: you want to add for this lovely conversation we just had and we appreciate everyone chiming in on the Instagram live that's always fun
1: yeah you know what I was wondering I wonder if we like picked a a weeknight that we just did the podcast every night at the same time I thought about
0: that like last week like doing Thursday nights or Monday nights after CR or something yeah where um, Where people
1: would know and then they'd be like I'm getting I think that might
0: be something that we should think about doing It's just, I'm not so good with commitments other than this marriage. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why do I keep picking my nose? I got a problem picking my nose, sons. Um, Anything else you want to add, though, before we wrap this up, Jess? Um, Uh, Thank you for coming on again.
1: Yeah, I hope that, you know, people enjoy it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we get a lot of good feedback, I mean, from... Uh, from people both in person and electronically through our instant messaging systems and our electronic email systems, the digital age.
1: Okay. If, <laughs> I, w- I will say that if you <laughs> okay, guys haven't um, subscribed to the emails, please do that because there's mm-hmm. a lot of good stuff that's uh, going out throughout the month and just little extras for your journey.
0: You want to throw out a little writing opportunity for anyone or what? You
1: yeah. To, yeah. We have, we uh, talked um, about that. the TSG news, um, which is a blog. <clears throat> and if anybody is interested in, uh, throwing some, uh, blogs, an blog posts, ar- thank you, I mean, a topic, an, like article. We have, <laughs> an article, an article of writing.
0: I would love to hear a good article written that we could post up about, um, uh, about what, Uh, the cannabis industry is doing like what's going on with that right now, the legalization, how it's playing into uh, people in recovery, um, medication. Yeah. And, and different viewpoints too. I'm not, it doesn't, I'm not saying I, I don't have any one sided views on it. I'm open to hearing all different types of things. That's something that really interests me that I know a little bit about, but I'd like to learn a little bit more about. And we also get some emails from that. So that's I one also, topic just to just to get started. Yeah, you know, but if you've if got a good testimony,
1: like a good story about your recovery and how you came, you know, to and whatever, you know, something like that might be cool for people. Um, so, yeah, if I'm always open to having like a guest writer on the blog and I don't have all the time in the world to to do that. So it'd be nice to fill that little space in there. Oh, yeah. Fill it on um, in.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Stay tuned for more live shows. We got some of those coming up. We're booking them right now, so next couple of months. Uh, thanks to Foundations uh, for, uh, for partnering with That Sober Guy. We appreciate you guys. Thanks to Humans Music. If you haven't checked out Humans yet, be sure to check those guys out. They put a new album out, uh, Going Late. Uh, that song, Going Late, is phenomenal. They got a video to it that's dope. And then the intro song uh, that we use uh, is called Still About You, one of my favorite jams as well, so check those guys out. Uh, you can go to thatsoberguy.com if you want more information. We added some hats and some beanies on there. Yeah, we got more merch on there, uh, so uh, check that stuff out. Connect with us on Instagram at realthatsoberguy and at Shane Raymer on Twitter. Jess, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yes, I love you. Now we'll go inside to our home
1: oh, with the heater on.
0: Heater is on, Jess. Peace, love, and respects as always. Peace and love. Try to keep my head
1: on straight and You still say that I don't know anything about you Oh, I don't know anything about you But I know what you do in the back room
0: And you still
1: say that I don't know this ain't about you, oh I don't know anything about you, but I know it's you, do nobody